You are surrounded by a very intense heat. Good morning, it's 507 at KTSA. We're talking 107 for the high today. Hot chance of storms later on, Monday through Wednesday. 107, 104, 103. In fact, I think today is probably the most dangerous day until about 2 o'clock. That around 2 o'clock this afternoon, maybe these storms come through like they did yesterday, hopefully. And bring a little bit of relief and a little bit of rain. We need that like we got yesterday. We need a little bit more. We're going to need a lot more than what we got yesterday. Not all at one time. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say up until then, when we hit that 107, that's going to be pretty dangerous times. Anyway, good morning. It's Monday. It's the uh, it's the 11th. Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Don. There's Don. There's Elaine. ERCOT says uh, conserve between 2 and 8 p.m. Watch for projected reserve capacity shortages, says ERCOT. So we'll be watching for reserve projected capacity shortages. That sounds really official. All it is is, you know, the power may go out. <laughs> well, you got to say it like that. Just say the power might go out. But it's a reserve. So we'll figure it out when the lights go out. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, the hey, AC that, quits. That's what they meant. Right. Huh. Yeah. By reserve capacity shortages. <laughs> what that means is, here. you, you know, I, I did some digging, you know, because I do research. I do the research. So I did some digging, and they, uh, the, it's not blowing enough. There's not enough blow out there. Right. So the windmills are not turning. <laughs> so, surprise, surprise. Yeah, plenty of sunshine, and the uh, solar panels are doing okay, but the windmills aren't turning. So you may have to sit in a dark, hot house a little bit later on. Could, could be. Could happen to you. Yeah, so, possible. Um, the, the, I just feel bad for people who have to work outside. Oh my God! My God in heaven! Well, it's you know, just terrible. My son did that for the longest time. He hung steel for the longest time. One of right. those guys that you see up there hanging upside down, burning welding rods mm-hmm. on steel buildings, and but they start now. I mean, those guys are already at it, yep. and then they quit about noon or two o'clock and go to house. Yeah, because there's no way you can be out there burning a welding rod when it's one o seven one ten. Well, you die. Yeah, you would die. Definitely. So that most of them will quit, you know, early afternoon or twelve noon or, or something like that. I just, you know, the 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 whole thing. We could get into all the politics of it, and we've been up and down that road a million times, and we will again. But the whole politics of getting rid of what we know makes sense and what we know works, and going to crap that doesn't work. You put a windmill in the air, and when there's no air, there's no wind. The windmill doesn't work, and that's that's what this is. It's not turning. Windmills right. are not turning. Right. And so we have a capacity issue, and Urquhart says uh, we got plenty, so don't everybody just freak out. Would, would you just sit in a, a dark, cold house, a hot, hot house for a while? Um, and that's between 2 and 8 p.m. Number one thing that's being sold by a lot of these companies now, these John Waynes and these Quarter Moons and all the, you know, all these companies, number one thing they're selling right now are generators. I believe it. It's true. Yeah. People are like, hey, I'm not going to you know, go through another – uh, winter like we did two winters ago and everything mm. crapped out right froze to death yeah and the same is true in the middle of july and august uh, you know i've got some meat in the freezer i don't want to throw have to throw away well it'll be cooked well that too if i cook it on its own oh, yeah it'll, i'll just have a big barbecue right <laughs> that'll turn to leftovers real quick yeah 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 spoiled it'll yeah. be spoiled so Anyway, that's what Urquhart is saying about today. Between 2 and 8 p.m. this afternoon, that's the uh, time. You were mentioning it in your newscast, so I just thought I'd bring it up again. That's it. Anything else happening? No, it was a quiet weekend. I tried to stay out of the heat as much as I could. We are officially in the summer doldrums now when it comes to news. And I'm going to be off beginning this Friday for a week. Um, I'm going to take a little family time and just hang and enjoy a little summer family when time. When you say family time, do uh-huh. you mean immediate family, or are you taking the three of us with you? Y'all are welcome to come. Yes. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to my pool, which, well, by well, the way, feels like well, a bathtub. I bet it does. <laughs> I got it the other day. It was 91, man. It's like human soup. Yeah, <laughs> 91. And, and I have it covered. I have it covered with umbrellas, and uh-huh. I have a million toys on it to you know cover it. And uh, I, th- I think uh, the city requires a certain percentage of it be covered and all that. Well, I got to, it's totally covered with toys and umbrellas. Still not enough. And the wind, as the, what, the wind such as it were, it was just a blast out of a furnace that was yeah. blowing at you, man. It's like somebody turned a heater on and was right. blowing, a, you know, at you. Did you get rain at your place? Yesterday? I did yesterday. I got none. None. Nothing. It poured. Didn't. It, 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 there wasn't even a drop. Really. 
You know, and I got the notification on my phone. Yeah. Uh, what time was it? Like three or four o'clock in the afternoon, uh-huh. something like that. It, it, and you know what? You geez, be careful. You know, here comes this big thunderstorm. Right. Well, I didn't think too much about it. The sun was out. And yeah. You know how it is. They yeah. blow through, and it's over with within a few minutes. Sure. And, um, but the dogs heard it before I did because oh, you yeah. could hear the thunder. Of course, the dog, you know, they immediately run behind the couch mm-hmm. because you know they'll bark at a squirrel or leaves. Right. But a little rumble of thunder. Oh, geez. Yeah. They're hide. They're smart. Yeah. And then uh, that's really all it did. You know, it got a little dark for a few minutes. Temperature dropped by about ten degrees. Well, I know where you are, and we won't tell everybody, but I know where you are. So it's coming down from New Braunfels, and yeah. I'm on the poor side of the tracks. You're on the good side, and and it was uh, <laughs> it was probably uh, probably around that time. When it first started to rumble really loud, yeah. and then uh, and then it just the bottom fell out. It didn't last though. I mean, it was just a real quick deal. Yeah, settle the dust maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. And uh, you know, we we need several days of that going on to, to catch up. We need like half a year of that going mm-hmm. on. It's funny. I I look back in my uh, twi- um, Twitter feed and in uh, Facebook feed, and I was talking in uh, or somebody was talking in uh, April, I guess it was. With all the rain outside, we need to be... Oh, I know what it was. I was looking at one of the police blotter things. And uh, I think it was up in New Braunfels or Comal County. And it was saying, with all the rain... This is in April of this year. With all the rain we've been having this year, be careful around the rivers. <laughs> you, you rivers are running really, really fast right now. And I'm thinking, God, where is that now? It's just a trickle, if at all. Well, yeah, I think they're all pretty much... A lot of them are down and yeah. getting dry. Now, I did go uh, Saturday morning. I took a motorcycle ride up to River Road. River looked pretty good in a lot of the spots. Mm-hmm. So the outfitters, I think, are still, you know, you can still get wet. Sure. Still get pretty good up there. But yeah. it's it sure is dry everywhere else, man. But it's tough. It really is. Um, the the, the I, I did want to talk about the synagogue thing over the weekend because it made national news. Yeah. And they arrested a suspect, but they're not, as far as I know, have not released a suspect's name. No, the, the motive. No, none of that has been released. Uh, what he was after, why he had made the threat. None of that information. In fact, all I see, and I'm looking at the Express News, Megan Rodriguez. I'm looking at a couple. I'm looking at Fox News because it made national news, and others, and they just say the guy was arrested for making a threat against the Jewish community in in San Antonio but doesn't say why they arrested him or what the threat was or what his motivation, nothing. They're not saying anything about this guy that I've seen. Have you seen anything? Nothing at all. Okay. Uh, the Anti-Defamation League CEO, Jonathan Greenblatt, thanked law enforcement for taking this threat to the Texas Jewish community seriously, working diligently to identify and apprehend the suspect. The FBI said that there is no known imminent threat anymore for the San Antonio Jewish community. Although a couple of the synagogues did cancel right. their Shabbat service on Saturday, they did. Temple Beth El, all, the, all of their activities, yeah, closed down. So didn't do it, right? No. Uh, as far as I know, they're up and operating today. However, I guess if their schools are in and all that, as far as I know, that was just on Saturday they were shut down. Mm-hmm. And now that this guy's been, ooh, Loop Four Ten and McCullough, they're getting everybody off there. So that's a mess. We're ooh. by the airport. Have fun with that. Yeah. Is that construction? No, I believe it's a crash. Is it a crash? Let okay. me double check. On yeah, Loop 410 and McCullough. So nope. if you're, nope, it's construction. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I would get that cleaned up. Yeah, I, I hit that this morning coming in. Is it pretty bad? Yeah. It was it? Okay. Yeah, they're redirecting the traffic on, on the airport exit. Okay. And do you have to go to the airport then? <laughs> <laughs> it's drive right down the runway. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to do that, see how that goes. Doesn't last long. I was just watching this uh, video, by the way. Speaking of that, the Spirit Airlines jet. Oh, on Atlanta. Yeah. Little smoky landing going on. Yeah. It's <laughs> frightening. Yeah. So it lands, and of course everything is on video now because mm-hmm. we all are videographers, and the brakes overheat, so smoke and it catches on fire and smoke and everything. And everybody's like, "Hey, it's fire and it's smoking in here!" And uh, hey, and the you know the flight attendants, everybody, everybody remain calm. I'm not remaining calm. You need to open a door, put that little slide thing, crack down. a window or something, get me out of here. Yeah, it's one of my biggest fears right there is that fire kind of thing. Anyway, it you know everybody got everybody got out okay. It was no no big deal, but it looked like a scary situation. Yeah, there pretty exciting there. For a <laughs> yeah, bit, right? no kidding. 
just a brake failure, but it's all right. They got the airplane stopped. Everybody's fine. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking a little bit about Joe Biden. Uh, we've got his uh, new approval numbers that came out and a stunning piece, a stunning report. That's how they're terming it. From the New York Times now concerning Joe Biden and his age. I have an update on what's going on in the Ukrainian war. You remember when that was the top story and we heard about that every two seconds? Remember that? Well, it's still going on, but you're not hearing about it. I wonder why that is. We'll talk a little bit about that. And as I go through any of these news stories today, you can jump in here at 210-599-5555. And more on the excessive heat coming up as well. Trey Ware, KTSA. Sit down. We don't want to see that. Sit down. Yeah. When your newsman starts stripping. Sit down. Nah. So, Don, you can play that now. About 15 years ago, when that song first came out, and we played it. Bring Trey, sit down, general manager. <laughs> Did you just play the bumper songs getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes? Said a sure dead Rex. <laughs> sure did. He said, don't ever do it again. <laughs> said, well, poo on you, baby. Nah. It's getting hot in here. 522 now at KTSA. Saturday civics poll uh, revealing 29% of voters approve of Joe Biden. 29% of voters approve of Joe Biden. 58% disapprove. Only 19% of independents approve. That's the number that I always watch is the independents because you have to have the independents to win. And uh, only 19% of independents believe him. Uh, among Hispanics, only 36% approve. 48% disapprove. Here we go. Only 63% of Democrats approve of Joe Biden. That's down from 88% last July. So in a year, he's down 20 points, more than 20 points. Uh, Biden's approval rating is historically low. According to Gallup, Truman and Nixon and Carter were down around those numbers as well. So you really got to be bad to get down, you know, under 30%. And really, there's nothing he's got going on that's going to bring him back above that. So once you reach that kind of number and once you get down there, plus he doesn't have a plan, uh, there is no way he's coming back. So he's down there, and he cannot lead these folks uh, through uh, November. I'm talking about the Democrat Party. And as I've told you before, the biggest threat we have to the United States of America is the Democrat Party. They are the ones that are trying to destroy the country and turn it into a Marxist country. And and they're, they're getting the job done. They're in a hurry to get it done before they're run out of power. And I, I know if you're a frequent listener to the show, I, I apologize because I you know, say this quite frequently, but we have new people coming and going all the time. The show is heard worldwide now. The Democrat Party is the biggest threat, and every Democrat that is opposed in November must be beaten solidly. They must be removed from office. And I don't say that as a Republican. I say that as an independent that's an American, and I'm a patriot, and I see what the Democrat Party is doing, and I see that the threat that they are to the United States of America, no Democrats, no Democrats that are being opposed in the upcoming election in November must remain in office. It's, it is it is the biggest threat we have to freedom and, and, and our free republic in the United States of America is Democrats in office. They all must be removed. So you got an opportunity to do that. You're hearing a lot about how Republicans are going to win in November, and they're going to win bigly, and they're going to win easily, and it's going to be this huge deal, and this red wave, and a red tsunami. Do not listen to one word of that. Make sure that you turn out and you vote for the Republican opposition to every single Democrat that is opposed. Uh, It is so important this time because they have been working so hard at transforming America into a Marxist state, and they're really, really close to getting it done. Um, the New York Times realizes, the New York Times, which is, you know, the, the two big papers in the United States politically, New York Times and Washington Post, The New and, and both of them have pieces against um, Joe Biden right now. So they both realize that Joe Biden is not going to be able to lead the Democrats to any kind of success either in November or in 2024. They both know that. So now they're both working, both of those papers are working on damaging him as much as possible to get him out right away. Um, and when I say right away, you know, it may be after uh, it may be after the midterms, but they're looking 
to damage him enough politically to get rid of him. And they, these are democratically controlled mouthpieces for the Democrat Party. So when you see that the New York Times and the Washington Post are writing pieces against Joe Biden, what that says is the Democrat Party is turning against Joe Biden because the New York Times and the Washington Post work for the Democrat Party. So if they're writing against Joe Biden, then that's the Democrat Party that's writing against Joe Biden. The Democrat Party is so radically far to the left. They're a Marxist party now in America. And they realize that they do not have a charismatic leader in Joe Biden, like Barack Obama is a charismatic communist. They don't have that right now in Joe Biden. So they're already talking about how Joe is too old. In, in this huge piece that they put out over the weekend of the New York Times, the headline said the 79-year-old Biden is testing the boundaries of age and the presidency. The chief White House correspondent for the New York Times, his name is Peter Baker, recap from Biden's European trip how he needed guidance from another world leader to look into the cameras because Joe didn't know where to look. Joe, the cameras are over here. The other world leaders are holding Joe's hand and directing him is where he needs to look. Over here, Joe. Over here. Now over here, Joe, and all that kind of stuff. Also, the former British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, he and Joe were doing a press conference together or just you know answering questions together. Boris had to answer questions about the United States because Joe was not mentally capable of answering the questions. So Boris Johnson, the U.K. Prime Minister at the time, was answering questions about the United States because Joe was mentally incapable of doing so. This is all coming from the New York Times. Again, if the New York Times is saying it, that's the Democrat Party saying it. Baker also wrote that Biden's age has become a sensitive topic inside the West Wing. The aides are quietly watching out for him. He often shuffles while he walks around the White House, and aides worry that he's going to trip on a wire or the carpet in the White House. He stumbles. He even stumbles over words during public events. Well, we know that. We, we point them out for you. And they hold their breath to see if he makes it to the end without making a gap. Well, we know that because we point that out to you. The general um, media does not. ABC is also a Democratic Party uh, network. And I tell you about the guy that's on, on our station on ABC in the middle of the night and he is so far to the left in the way that he writes and produces and presents his news, it's as if you're listening to the Democrat Party on ABC. His 2 a.m. newscast here is absolutely a Democrat uh, newscast, absolutely 100% pro-Democrat newscast every time. Uh, poll showing 64% of voters say Biden is too old to be president. This, again, from the New York Times. Wrote that Biden's public appearances fuel that perception when he's out. His speeches are flat and listless. He loses his train of thought easily. He has trouble summoning names or appears momentarily confused. And more than once, he has promoted Vice President Kamala Harris to president, calling her president. He often refers to Iranian when he meant Ukrainian. He points to various moments the White House is, is backing up or has to uh, change what Biden said because he got it all wrong. I'll give you an example of all this. Let me see here. Okay, in, in, in cut two, cut two, um, this is, he's talking about abortion, and this is another story about this 10-year-old, which is a, obviously a made-up story. It's a fake story. And I have that and, and how they just completely made it up. But I want you to, I, I want to use this in relation to this New York Times story and Biden being too old. Cut two, Don. Just last week it was reported that a 10-year-old girl was a rape victim in Ohio, 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save okay. her life. All right, now that's not what most people thought, right? So the story is the 10-year-old girl. It's a fake story. It was a made-up story, and Joe's using it uh, because he signed this this um, executive action on Friday. Did you see what she she had to travel out of state to terminate? Did you hear what he said? She had to travel out of state to terminate the presidency. That's the kind of thing that's driving them crazy inside the West Wing. She didn't travel out of state to, to terminate the pregnancy. She traveled out of state to terminate the presidency. 
This is the kind of thing that's got Democrats freaked out right now, and they're looking to get rid of Joe Biden, possibly before the midterms, but way before 2024. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. job there, Don Cooper. I haven't heard that in, what, 30 years, probably? Summer of 84. Yeah, it was. A great song. Right here, KTSA. And I like him. I like Rod, man. He's got some great songs. Yeah, buddy. I like that concert he did in England where he was, he brought out all the, he brought out Chrissy Hine and she sang with him and he brought out Ron Wood and he did Maggie May with him and right. he brought out, it was, it was an awesome concert. In fact, I, I bought the DVD so I would have well, it. Well, there you go. Had to have it, man. I, I, and I don't usually do that, but I, I caught it on YouTube and, uh, and I watched a couple of the songs and uh, brought this little girl that he met. She was a, uh, she was a waitress and he met her while he was having dinner. He brought her out to sing I Don't Want to Talk About It with him. And it was a just killer song. And so anyway, cool cool concert. Uh, good, great music, and he also has great taste in ladies. Yes, he does. As a matter of fact, he's on like the 20th one by yeah, now. Right? You know? Yeah, right? Well, that he's married. And, <laughs> and he's still going ladies strong. Ladies is huh? the operative word. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Well, they had all that controversy in the 70s about whether or not he liked the ladies right. or not, but, yeah. or Ron Wood, and it yeah. turns out it was the ladies. So, And he likes them a lot. Yeah, he does, matter of fact. Good for him. Um, so I'm sitting here watching a video. Remember Brian Billick? Uh, Brian worked here, and he's over at Trader's Village now, and he's literally cooking, frying, or scrambling an egg on the concrete at Trader's Village. I believe it. I, so I'm watching it happen. Yeah. It is that hot. Uh, like I said, I was in a pool with some friends over the weekend. I had to get out because I got overheated, even in the pool. I had to go inside in the A.C. for a little while because it just got too hot. And the water in the pool was like 90-some-odd, 91, 92, and it was shaded. Yeah. And you know, so that still wasn't, still wasn't enough. And the wind was just a blast furnace. Uh, I guess it was Saturday. And so I had to go inside and cool off for a little while because I just got to where I was, oh, man, I'm getting a little loosey-doosey here. Yeah. And uh, that can happen to you. You can end on a 107 today. It's going to be the hottest it's been in forever. This is like dang, you're getting into dangerous territory at 107. I was hanging out with my my grandson yesterday afternoon. Which uh, which one? Riker. And he's what, two? He's four. Four, He'll all be right. five in September. Got it. And, and I was putting his car seat in the back of my the back of my pickup, uh-huh. and as he's standing outside waiting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does Grandpa make him ride the back? Yeah. Well, not in the back <laughs> back, but he have a back seat. <laughs> Although I've thought about it a few times. I bet you have. You know, this was back when he was wearing diapers. <laughs> well, you got to sit in the back, man. Come on. Give you some warning on this stuff. So I'm putting him in the back seat. And um, and he's standing there waiting for me because, you know, they don't make them like they used to where you can just snap them in place. Grandkids, you mean? Yeah, that, too. But the car seats. And uh, so I'm getting, I'm trying, I'm, I'm fussing with it to get it in there. And I hear his little voice say, hurry up, it's hot out here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good. Hurry up, it's hot out here. So you want to go to Sonic for an ice cream? You better back off, mister. <laughs> I'm going to make you ride the back of the yeah, truck. Yeah, I'll put you in the back. Does anybody ride in the back of the truck anymore? I don't know. I've never seen that, you know. Oh, uh, we did it all, didn't yeah, we? Same here. Don, we did, yo, did you do it up there? Oh, heck yeah. They do that in Banger. M- middle of winter. Didn't matter. Yeah, because Butt we, naked. We didn't care. Oh, did you? We Yeah, we did it here. That, in fact, that's how we got around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there were no such thing as, well, in, in, in my family anyway, there was no such thing as a crew cab or an extended cab you had the single cab mm-hmm. and the mom and dad were up front with a dog because the dog wasn't gonna ride the back right. so mom and dad were up front with a dog where the kids got to ride the back and it was totally legal and fine yeah we loved it there were no problems some at of the, all some we of did. the best times ever yeah. and we sat a, we sat how dangerous was this we sat on the wheel well yeah no i never sat on the bed rail <laughs> yeah that was that was always the fight you wanted to sit, sit there on the wheel well. because the level of danger is heightened that's right you know? well you get more wind up there Yeah, that's true did you Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I can remember back in high school, a buddy of mine had a 58 Chevy pickup, and there was only room for about two or three people in the front, you know, in the cab of the truck. Right. The rest of us, if say, for instance, we went to Vicks on Wednesday night uh-huh. to go bull riding or right. something like that. They'd be about 
six or seven of us in, in the, the back, back of that of truck. truck. Right. And I'll be damned if we get back and it starts raining. Oh, sure. We're the ones that's, that's stuck <laughs> in the that's back. Okay. Right. That's all why, right. Why it was that I was always the one in the back of the Well, that's all right. Yeah. Make yeah. it cool you off a little bit. Feel, feel, feel <laughs> that, that happened to us one time. We were coming back from the, from the we would go to the coast. coast was about you know half an hour from our house. Sure. So we would ride down to the back of a pickup, and on the way back one day it started to rain. And everybody was complaining about it. And I don't remember whose father it was pulled over and said, you're already wet. Right. Why are you? What's, what's the problem? <laughs> what are you complaining about? <laughs> what's the problem here? <laughs> well, now, you know, so, so anyway, uh, we, we were working at the at Pan American Speedway one time, and we had dump trucks out there working. And Dad said, well, let's go to Hungry Farmer on Pat Booker and grab some lunch. Everybody jump in the dump truck. Well, that meant everybody but him and the foreman on the job jump in the back of the dump truck, of this gigantic, huge dump truck. It bounced around pretty good in there, we, didn't It was you? awesome. Yeah. And we got over. T- we were just kids, so it was great. You know, it was a great experience. You know, it's like being at Disney World. And we, <laughs> and, we and we get to Hungry Farmer, and uh, Dad punches the button, man, and the back starts going. Up. <laughs> yeah. He starts lifting the back of the thing, and down we start. And we're, we're cats. You know, we got cats claws screaming yeah. and, and trying to hang on, and we just slide right out. Yeah. You know what he said before? Right before he pressed the button, he looked over at the guy in the cab and said, "Watch me like, make these little jerks slide out of the back." You, of the you know what he said? Hold my beer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, here, 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 John, hold my beer. You can't get away with that now. Yeah, no. You see, that's the problem. That's what's happened to society. We we don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Now, you all need so- to get in back of a dump truck. Seriously. And have your dad dump you out in yes, take the front bicycle, of a restaurant. Take somewhere. the bicycle helmet off and ride your huffy without the bicycle helmet. Mm-hmm. Put the cards in the spokes of the bicycle and let it make noise like a race car. Yeah. Do all, Go back to doing all those things. Drop social media. Get your kids off of TikTok. I love that meme that's out there that shows all the bikes that are crashed in the front yard piled on each other and said, that's our social media. Yeah, pretty much. This was our social yeah. media. I like that. Get back to that, man. We're trying it this way, and it does. we tried it your way. It doesn't work. Our way worked. <laughs> we were trying it the new way, and it's not working. Go back to our way. Get a bunch of huffies. Sure, we had, you know, four or five trips to the emergency room every but summer. that's part but of on, it. We liked it. That was part of it. Yeah. We have the scars to prove it, but that's part of it. You know, yeah. you just you live. That's how you learn. That's how you learn you don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Learn to take a hit. Absolutely right. Yeah, but you did it again, though. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I ate a hundred times, man. I loved every minute of it. Sure did. Well, it is going to be hot, so protect yourself, protect your animals, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the war with Ukraine, our, our war with Ukraine is continuing. I've told you our war with Ukraine is, or, I'm, I'm sorry, our war with Russia, we're using Ukraine as our proxy. The idea, it is the liberal world order trying to get Vladimir Putin's resources under control, which means the liberal world order realizes that, you know, he's a squirrel, he's going to control his own destiny and his own resources, and uh, they don't want him doing that. The liberal world order wants to control all of the resources. If they control all the resources, then they control you. And so we are continuing our war against Russia, using Ukraine as our intermediary so we don't have our troops dying. They're there, but we don't have them actively shooting at Russians. <clears throat> wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, but the Biden administration announced over the weekend so the news outlets would not have to cover it. If they, if they announce it on Friday over the weekend or whatever, then they don't have to cover it because they don't want you to know. But I'll tell you. They say that we're sending, the U.S. is sending another $400 million in military equipment to Ukraine, including four more advanced rocket systems. As we continue our war versus Russia, we are going to bolster Ukrainian efforts to strike deeper behind Russia's front lines and deeper, indeed, into Russia. This 15th package, 15 packages now, this 15th package of military weapons and equipment from us to Ukraine, going to send a thousand rounds of 155 millimeter artillery. That's all. That's the increased precision capability. We're sending more tactical vehicles, counter battery radar systems, spare parts, and more. Total 400 million. And there's more to come. We're into this thing by by several uh, billions and billions of dollars. I I think it's probably about 50 billion that we're into this war in Ukraine uh, with right now. Or you know. In Ukraine against Russia, we're fighting Russia through Ukraine. 
We're into it about $50 billion so far. 210-599-5555. It's going to be a hot one today, dangerously hot. We'll get with that AccuWeather forecast and the Pledge of Allegiance. And if you got a comment or two, jump in here as well. Trey Ware, KTSA. The is true. I want to do bad things with you. Yeah. I want to do bad things with you. That's a way to start on Monday. I get ready for intense heat today. 107 for your high today. Be prepared for that. It's uh, 84 right now. KTSA going up from here. And Adam, you're on. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Trey. You know, Trey, you know, record crime, you know, uh, record murders are open, you know, southern border, border, you know, inflation, uh, the record gas prices, record food prices, you name it. That's what the Democrats don't want to talk about. You know, this kangaroo court committee with its fearless leader uh, liz cheney is completely one-sided and as we know trey of course they didn't call the secret service to testify or get a handwriting expert or the fact that the presidential limousine is 18 feet long it's impossible to reach the steering wheel and trey there was not one word about miss babbitt a lady who loved her country who was shot in the neck and killed she was unarmed trey and she was shot down like a dog the democratic party is pathetic and sad well, and Adam, thank you for the call. Uh, 210-599-5555. Stay cool out there, Adam. I'll say it again, and you're going to hear me say it until the election day because we have new people listening all the time, and, and this is a worldwide show. But uh, the Democrat Party is the biggest threat facing the United States of America right now. Their policies and procedures, the things that they are doing to the United States right now to introduce Marxism into our country, must summarily be defeated in November. And they are the biggest threat. It's not China. It, it is not Iran. It, it is not any of these other states or actors. Uh, when, when we talk about what's happening to our own country right now, it goes right back to the policies of the Democrat administration and the Democrat Party and the radicals that control the Democrats now. When you talk about an open border right now and the people who are dying because of an open border, uh, the people who are being sold off into human slavery because of the open border situation here, that's, that, that's because of the policies of the Democrat Party. When you talk about the inflation that we have and the, the cost of food that all of us are paying right now, when you talk about the cost of gasoline and diesel fuel that all of us are paying right now, those are policies put in place by the Democrat Party in the United States. All these things that are happening right now that are negative to our country, uh, we, we see these the, the people leaving the workforce in droves uh, and, and employers having a really hard time finding people who will work, etc. These are all policies that were put in place by the Democrat Party meant to be a detriment to the United States. And when you see crime on the streets, the same thing. These are Democrat DAs that are allowing criminals to walk the streets, to go to bodegas in New York City, stab the man there at the bodega, attempting to kill him. And then when he responds and stabs his assailant, he's the one facing murder charges. When you hear me say the Democrat Party is the biggest threat to our free republic here in the United States of America, that's what I'm talking about. And all of them that are opposed in November must be replaced. Hey, we continue coming up. Is that one or two people in that HOV lane? Trey Ware, KTSA. Clear about something from the very start. Okay. This was not a decision driven by the Constitution. Let me say it again. This was not a decision driven by the Constitution. Yes, it was. And despite what those justices and majority said, this was not a decision <clears throat> driven by history. You're wrong, old fart. It was a constitutional decision, and that was the entire point of the exercise. God, he's such a liar. He is such a liar. It's a 608 of KTSA. Hey, before we, I, I do want to talk a little bit of weather, Don and Don Lane. I want to talk a little bit of weather, but before I do, because I got some numbers that are kind of kind of frightening, actually. But the Elon Musk story, which I find is interesting, you're going to talk about at the bottom of the hour, right? So we're not going to screw that up, but I do want to mention a couple of things about it. Uh, so he said, you know, Friday it deals off because they haven't supplied the info to me that I need. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, Twitter goes out and hires a law firm, says, well, we're going to sue you to try to hold you to buying Twitter, $44 billion. 
he responded this morning in the early morning hours because you know, he doesn't sleep. You know what I'm saying? I'll see him tweet at all times of the day or night. The boy just doesn't sleep. And he tweeted about uh, 1 or 2 o'clock this morning a meme of him laughing when Twitter said, we're lawyered up and we're going to make him buy it, right? And here's, here's a meme of him laughing. Now, here it is. It's a series of four photos of him with the captions that said, they said I couldn't buy Twitter. Then they wouldn't disclose the bot info. Just for everybody who doesn't know what all this is about. Mm-hmm. When he said, I want to buy it for $44 billion, Twitter was saying, this is how many live people we have, right? And he said, there's no way. You know, most of those numbers have got to be bots. And you want to have an accurate number so you can take that accurate number to advertisers, right? right? Like in our case, if we went out and said, well, we have X number of listeners that are listening between such and such time, and we tried to sell advertising based on that, and we had purposefully inflated those numbers, we can't do that, you know? Uh, plus we supply the numbers, right? Uh, same thing is true. Like if you have a, if you have a, a, a whatever you you sell widgets, Don. I know you do over the weekend. You, that's what you sell on the weekends. You sell widgets. That's exactly what it is. And you're going to sell your widget company, mm-hmm. right? And you have a prospective buyer, and you tell that prospective buyer, well, last month or th- th- this year, I've sold uh, 250 million widgets. That's up over 150 million from last year. So my growth is this and this and this. And so far this month, I've already done 300 million widgets which is grossing this amount of money, and then my net is this. But all that's a lie. You know, you did not sell that many widgets. Well, you can't do that. That is a lie. So that's essentially what he says they were doing. They weren't supplying him. They're, 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 they're packing the numbers, in other words, fudging right. the numbers yeah. to make it look good for advertisers, right? Mm-hmm. So we got, you know, 80 million people at any one time on Twitter. Yeah, but uh, half of the 80 million or two-thirds of the 80 million are robots. They're not even human beings, is Elon's point. Right. So they have not been uh, open and transparent in supplying the information he wants to be able to make this a reasonable deal. All right, so there's all the background to it. All right. So... He says, unless they're going to give me the info, I'm not going to buy this thing. And so the meme said, they said I couldn't buy Twitter. Then they wouldn't disclose the bot info. Now they want to force me to buy Twitter in court. And now they have to disclose the bot info in court. That's why he did it on Friday. He pulled out on Friday. They say, we're going to sue you to force you to buy it. And Elon says, ha, gotcha. Now you're going to have to say the real number in court. Right. He got him. He yeah. got him. He took it right to him. And you don't get to be the the wealthiest man on the planet. Right. By being an idiot. Yeah. You know, he knows how to play the game. Well, and and so Trump has a rally in Alaska over the weekend and calls Elon a BS artist. Except he said the word, and he said he's a he's a BS artist. Well, okay, pot kettle you know <laughs> yeah. so are you trump and I, I you know i like you you know i think you did great things as president but but you do live by the credo if you can't baffle him with brilliance dazzle him with bs i think he's still jealous because he cannot use twitter yet and <laughs> well, elon that, can that is the point he wants back on twitter and when he runs for president in 2024, he's going to have to have Twitter, or he th- thinks he wants to be back on Twitter for 2024. And I'm not, uh, I'm not begrudging him. I'm just saying, you know, if he's calling e- Elon a, a BS artist, well, okay, <laughs> that's no big deal, Don. Takes one to know one, that's perhaps. One. There yeah. you go. That's what I meant by that. Takes one to know one. So check it out. The temperature right now is 84. 84. We're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. Yeah. 84 at 612 in the morning. Now, let me just give you, and, and the high today, the projected high, forecasted high for San Antonio, six feet off the ground in the shade is 107. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are outside of six feet off the ground in the shade outside of San Antonio National Airport, you're going to be dealing with 110, 111. Down south of here, you get down around a Pearsall area. You get down around, um, you know, uh, Pleasanton, anywhere down there. And you're talking 114, 115, a real possibility. I saw some numbers that could lead to 117 in some pl- places Heat as well. Heat indexes? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Further west you go, uh, yeah. the, more, the worse it gets. Well, and, you know, There are some places over in New Mexico where they're predicting 115, 116 degrees. Well, today. think about that for a minute. West of here, 
is Del Rio where all those people are crossing the mm-hmm. border. Right. right. So you're going to have people dying out in the fields like crazy. Yeah. All these ranches. They already are. You know, my ranch buddies find, you know, bodies on their ranches all the time. And they leave them water, but they find bodies all the time. So here's my point. I went back and looked up some numbers. The warmest low temperature ever, which is where we are now, the warmest ever, 82, was the warmest low. Right now we're at 84. <laughs> so we've already beat the warmest low. Right. The overnight low. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I meant by that. Right. The warmest overnight low temperature. So we, we have already beat that because it's 82 and we're at 84. So we're already there. Uh, let's see here. If we hit 107, that'll be the hottest ever on record. If we hit 107. Uh, it got to, I, I, what was the number, 105, I believe it was, in yeah. 1917? Mm-hmm. Is that right? So 107 would be the hottest. Yeah, we broke the record before. yesterday, did we not? Oh, we had to have. Yeah. I'm sure we did, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I saw that somewhere. Yeah. It was good to get the, the storms that kind of rumbled through the area. Not everybody got them. Uh, but it was good to get them. And the, and the same type of thing, their pop-up, what we call diurnal uh, yeah. thunderstorms that the heat can bring. Uh, that that high is positioned right over us right now, and when it moves off, it's gonna it's gonna go a little bit westward over the coming days. So the afternoons have a better chance. There's a low that's up around Tennessee right now, and it's got a little thing going on down in the Gulf of Mexico, right outside of New Orleans right now, and it's got about a thirty percent chance of becoming a depression or something like that. But it's not very high, you right. know. It's not like yeah. something you'd bank on. Uh, this is just we're we're locked into this, and I do mean all week. Uh, another week of these triple digit temperatures. It, you know, we'll probably be in the 90s one or two days because of enough cloud cover in the afternoon with with a chance of some showers. Other than that, man, it's just blistering hot. And I told you about Brian cooking a scrambling an egg on the concrete at Trader's Village. It's real, man. It's a real deal. Kind of makes you wonder. Back in 1917, you said that was a record 105 yep. or something like. Yep. You think they were worried about climate change back then? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I think that was the big story. <laughs> we, we got global warming going on around here. That was just hot. And they didn't have AC like we do, man. Better get yourself an electric horse. That's it. <laughs> they probably had one. <laughs> what part of the horse would you plug in? No, uh, you know what? I'll leave that up to you to decide. <laughs> all right, quick break. I got to tell you about River City Oral and Dr. Mark Havicorn. What a great guy. What a great practice, man. Great concept here because uh, he, there, there's nothing hidden and all that insurance nonsense. And everything. No. He puts his prices right on the website so you know. See, he believes in free market. And, and if there's competition going on, that's going to make everything better. It's going to make the performance better, but it's also going to lower the prior, prices for you. They are a direct care practice at River City Oral Surgery. And because he is a doctor, he's an M.E., He's a specialist, he's an oral surgeon and a medical doctor, and he has hospital privileges. He can handle the toughest of cases. And you don't need a referral to go to River City Oral. You do not. You simply call 210-778-0002 and make your appointment. Whether you need a tooth taken out, dental implants, or major facial surgery, you call Dr. Mark Abercorn. You know, most of the time he's going to answer the phone himself. But when you need wisdom teeth removed, you need an implant, you need an extraction, it's a whole lot less painful when the price is affordable, and at River City Oral, it sure is. He keeps his prices low, and you can see them for yourself right there on the website up front. River City Oral Surgery, a full-scope oral surgery practice here for you and your entire family. Just log on to RiverCityOMS.com, RiverCityOMS.com, or give them a call at 210-778-0002. Hot! Chance of storms a little bit later on. 107, 104, and 103 this week. Right now it's 82 at KTSA. Uh, Let me uh, go through some of these headlines with you this morning at 210-599-5555. Anywhere in here that you want to comment on any of these headlines, feel free to jump in here with your thoughts and your comments. And uh, by the way, we're still taking pledges. If you'd like to say the Pledge of Allegiance, you can call that number as well at 210-599-5555. You can do it even hands-free while you're driving. Take you a couple of minutes, uh, probably 60 seconds or less, and Don will have you recorded, and we'll play you at 550 and 650 here on KTSA. Meanwhile, 
A pregnant mother in Texas sparks a legal debate claiming her unborn child should be allowed to travel in the HOV travel in the post-Roe era. A pregnant mother from Plano looking to contest a traffic citation she received for driving in a high-occupancy vehicle lane. She claims her unborn child should count as a second passenger. Well, it is a second passenger. That's not a fetus in there or a clump of tissue, as they'll tell you over at Planned Parenthood, or these abortion nuts who are now going to put a, a ship out in the Gulf of Mexico so you can go out in the Gulf of Mexico and get your abortion. You know, when, when your mind and your heart is set toward evil continually, as the Bible puts it, you'll do anything. You'll go get a ship to kill children. You will. You'll put a ship in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico to kill children. And so that's exactly what they're talking about doing now. But this woman was driving along. Her name is Brandy uh, Batone. And at the time of this, she was 34 weeks pregnant. And uh, she got in the HOV lane in Plano and was driving along. And she got stopped because the cop said, wait a minute, there's only one person in that car. And when he walked up to her, she said, nope, there's two people in this car. And he said, no, there's only one. And she said, no, there's two. I'm pregnant. I'm 34 weeks pregnant. And obviously so, right? Uh, my, big girl, my baby girl's right here, and she is a person. And she pointed to her stomach. Well, he was not convinced. And he wrote her a check, or a check. He wrote her a ticket for $215. Should have wrote her a check. But he wrote her a ticket for $215, which has now got the legal experts, because she's going to, She's going to contest. She is contesting the ticket right now. Legal experts are a little scratching of their heads right now because an unborn child is recognized as a person under Texas penal code, but the transportation code is no. That's a little bit different. The legality of the traffic stop immediately baffled the legal experts, and they don't know what to do with it right now as she is challenging her $215 ticket. I have... The ultimate answer to this, and it doesn't involve whether or not that child is another person, clearly that child inside of her is another person, and if somebody were to cause an injury to her and that child dies, that person could and should be charged with murder. It's happened before here in the state of Texas. So that's that's undebatable. You know, that's not even worth talking about because that is that child is a second person. What you're talking about is it is it is a separate person, and the and the the penal code says that's another person. The transportation code says that's got to be a separate person outside of that other person riding along in that car for it to be an honest to goodness dual person in an HOV lane. My thoughts are and always have been HOV lanes are stupid. They are dumb, uh, and it's it's a way for the government to try to force you into a particular behavior. They are wasted highway space. HOV lanes should be opened up to let all vehicles use all available highway real estate. They're building HOV lanes here in San Antonio, and they're going to restrict it to the buses and the multiple people in the cars and all that kind of crap. And a lot of time they sit there. If you've ever been to Houston, and I'm in Houston all the time, those HOV lanes a lot of times don't have anybody in them because they do the same thing. They catch you driving along, and it's just you and they end up giving you a ticket. Well, meanwhile, all the other lanes are completely packed up with traffic. That lane could be used to alleviate all that traffic and all that smoke they say they're concerned about being belched into the atmosphere and killing fish somewhere in Sri Lanka. You could open those lanes up and let every car use every ounce of available uh, highway real estate, and that's exactly what they should do with this and not fight her on it, you know, say, okay, whatever. But that's always been what I've always thought about HOV lanes. They sit there empty most of the time, kind of like the buses. Our buses, they, we run buses all over this town. Taxpayers pay for the buses that run all over this town, and they're empty 90% of the time. All right, Lee, you're on KTSA with Trey. Fire away, Lee. What's on your mind this morning? Yeah, good morning, Trey. Uh, yeah, Friday I heard on the news that uh, Operation Lone Star had found like 3,800 guns. And I'm sure that most all of them would be illegal and probably no background checks. And if Joe's worried about guns, he'd do something about the border. Oh, sure. And I'm still wondering when we're, when we're going to find out where the shooter in Uvalde got his money for the guns. But I figure it's about the same time we find out who the leaker was of the Supreme Court. Yeah, and, and that's something we still don't know who the leaker is, right? And you're absolutely right. Yeah. If Joe is concerned about guns being in our uh, being here, close the border. 
because there's plenty of them coming right across the border. And by the way, that's human uh, enslavement that is happening. That's slavery that is happening across the border because as the sheriff from Goliad County told us last week, a lot of these people, once they get here, they're told, no, now you owe us another $13,000. And they go to Houston, and they work for them for about a, a, about a decade in slavery, human slavery, be it prostitution, drug running as a mule, or whatever, until they're able to uh, work off what they owe the cartels for bringing them here. Yeah, uh, again, Joe Biden is the head of the Democrat Party, and the Democrat Party is the biggest threat to the United States of America and our way of life. And we'll talk more about that coming up in the in the next half hour. And and, and really, now they're okay with threatening Supreme Court justices. And in fact, to the point where I think they're encouraging threatening Supreme Court justices, even the President of the United States said yesterday, keep it up. Keep it up. Now, his, his drug-addicted, sex-addicted per- pervert of a son has all kinds of protection around him. Wherever he goes, he gets Secret Service protection around him. But the Supreme Court justices don't have that. And for the president to say, keep protesting them, and for these groups to be putting bounties on their location, wherever they are, uh, and the president not speak out against that, and and, and the uh, AG, the attorney general, not speak out against that, I think that's criminal behavior on their part. And that's why I tell you every time you hear me that the Democrat Party is the biggest threat to the United States of America and our survival as a free republic. We'll talk about it coming up in the next half hour. Uh, Trey Ware here on KTSA for Amogee Bank. That's your family bank. David McGee, he's the president of Amogee Bank. Got a great staff over there that he has assembled to take care of all of your family needs, whether it's for your family banking services and you're talking about loans and, and, and what have you for your home. It's a mortgage for your home, for your family, whether you're talking about checking accounts or certain bank accounts that you need over there. They can handle all that and, and help you understand exactly what you're doing, where your money is, protecting your money, helping your money grow, and all that. But another thing that Amogee is a specialist in, because they are your family bank, is family-run businesses. And that can be... What's well, a challenge? Uh, not not just you know getting the family to work together on these issues, but also knowing the right things to do at the right time for the most success for your family-run business. And and Amogee can help with all of that. They have experts on staff. They can connect you with other experts in your field. And of course, they have the money to be able to fund anything you need to do with your family-run business. Lines of credit. You want to do capital improvements. Uh, whatever it is, uh, they can be there with the money that you need to get her done. That's why I call Amogee your family bank. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Saturday with the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers over at the Freeman Coliseum. It's going to be 80s night, man. How cool. What they used to say back in the 80s, tubular? Huh? How tubular? Was it tubular? I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been a while. I don't think I've ever said that. Uh, But they had the members-only jackets back in the 1980s, didn't they? I thought they did. I had one. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have any of that. So I was here working, doing this show. Right. Uh, So anyway, uh, that's a long time ago. They're doing the San Antonio Gunslingers. I think they're hanging out. They're going to be handing out. 80s t-shirts and stuff like that for free for nada if you go to the game and right. got all kind of special prices we're running the commercials on the we station get a, get a band playing some 80s classics yeah, so. see that's what i like about what they're doing with that team is they playing they have music that goes on and they got a band and they got dj that's playing it's not just football but uh, i mean just it, it, football is enough for me right but uh, for a lot of other people it's not it's like a party with a football game in the middle that's what it is thank you yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a party with a football game right there. They, by the way, we're partying, and just so happens to be some guys playing football. So are these 80s T-shirts that are given away, or are these T-shirts they could not give away in the 80s? <laughs> probably so. <laughs> yeah, they they probably don't came fit. from our prize closet. Yeah. They don't fit very well any longer. Yeah. <laughs> Does anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> God, it's so embarrassing. Uh, uh, What's going on? What happens when you hit 55 anyway? I don't understand it. Well, uh, you tell me. I'm not there yet. Well, <laughs> well something happens. Everything <laughs> slows down. Everything. Right, Don? Everything just slows down a lot. All right, so that's coming up on Saturday night. So if you want to go check it out, I think you should. It'd be a, a great time. Yeah, a lot of fun. 
Uh, that's a good. You, you, you came up with a great way of putting it. All right. It, it is a party with a football game in the middle of the party. So it, the party first, and the football game just happens to be part of it. I think that's awesome. And this time it happens to be an 80s party with a DJ and a band playing 80s music, which I think is a great era of music, by the way. It I do. was. I do. I yeah. think that there was a lot of good stuff that came out of the 80s. So anyway, check it out. Um, I, I, I want to mention this because it came up yesterday on the Sunday show, Fox News Sunday with Mike Emanuel. It's come up a couple of other times. Politico wrote about it. The Democrats, again, the biggest threat to the United States of America and our free republic, the Democrats, and I don't say that as a Republican because I'm not a Republican. I say that as an American patriot. The biggest threat to our existence as a free republic is the Democrat Party and what they're doing. Never before, never before, in the history of the United States of America, have we had a party political party like the Democrats now who threaten the very existence and endorse the harassment of the Supreme Court justices. We have never had that in our existence. But you have an administration in place right now with the Democrat Party who allowed federal laws to be broken and the Supreme Court justices to be harassed at their homes to the point where you had one of them barely escape assassination attempt. Brett Kavanaugh. Not one word, not one action was taken to protect these Supreme Court justices. Now, the people we're talking about, whether it's the Attorney General, the President, the Vice President, the, the President's family, and Jill Biden is going to be in town today with her honor, honorary doctorate. I saw the TV calling her Dr. Jill Biden's coming to town. An honorary doctorate is not even worth the paper that it's written on, especially that one. That was done through the influence of the President who called the University of Delaware because she was complaining that nobody called her a title. And he was senator and then vice president, and she hated that. And she had to have uh, some sort of title. And so he called the University of Delaware, and they gave her a doctorate in education. But never before in our history have we had a political party and an administration that has encouraged and otherwise turned and looked the other way when these Supreme Court justices have been harassed and even threatened, and 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 really an attempted uh, an assassination attempt against Brett Kavanaugh because the guy showed up with a gun, and the only reason he didn't kill Brett Kavanaugh is he called and turned himself in. And even after that happened, the Attorney General, who is charged with defending them and making sure they're safe, didn't do anything about it. Meanwhile, the President's drug addicted, sex addicted son who. Who, who his dad, the president, pays for his prostitutes and hookers. Uh, he gets all the Secret Service protection in the world, but not these Supreme Court justices. And you've got this company called Shutdown D.C. They are a liberal Democrat advocacy group in Washington, D.C. Said that they are offering $250 to service industry workers, waiters, waitresses, etc., for every sighting of the Supreme Court justices who overturn Roe v. Wade. That would be Kavanaugh, Alito, Neil Gorsuch, Cody Barrett, Thomas. They listed John Robertson. They got him wrong because he voted with the Libs. He voted with the Democrats. But they are looking. They 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 want to know. They they're gonna they're paying people two hundred and fifty dollars to call in and say, hey, Kavanaugh's having lunch here, Alito's having dinner over here, Amy Kona Barrett's out with the kids over here at the park, blah, 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 so that they can send protesters, quote, end quote, protesters, to go there like they went and ran Kavanaugh out of the restaurant the other night. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh having dinner. They sent a bunch of protesters over to the restaurant forced him out the back door of the restaurant. The Democrat Party, folks, is the biggest threat to the survival 
of our country. Look what they're doing. This is the first time this has ever happened. They are encouraging and backing protesters. You're one step away from one of them getting assassinated. You're one step away. And what did the president say this weekend on his bike ride? On his bike ride? What did he say? The president of the United States said, keep it up. He didn't say, knock it off. He didn't say this is inappropriate. He didn't say it's illegal. It's all of the above. What he said was, keep it up. The president of the United States encouraging the Democrats and the Democrat Party to harass these members of the Supreme Court. Mike Emanuel from Fox News asked the question of Pete Buttigieg yesterday, the Transportation Secretary, because his, quote, husband, Chasen Buttigieg, is condoning these protests, applauding these protests, and having people go and, and encouraging people to go protest and to harass these Supreme Court justices when they're out. The Democrats are pushing violence against the justices. It started with Schumer when he said, you will reap the whirlwind and you will pay a price. It continued this weekend with tweets from AOC. And now the homosexual lover of the Transportation Secretary, Chasen Buttigieg, is out there supporting it as well. And Mike Emanuel said, is this appropriate for your husband to be encouraging this kind of harassment. The transportation secretary said uh, these protesters are upset because an important right that the majority of Americans support was taken away. People are upset and they are going to exercise their First Amendment rights. And then he went right into, this is all about January 6th. He went right back to January 6th. Well, the harassment of these Supreme Court justices has nothing to do with January 6th, but they have to tie everything to January 6th because they're scared spitless of Donald Trump. That they need. But you never and so said we, don't go to their houses. So as long as they're peaceful, would you say don't go to a restaurant that a Supreme Court justice is at? What I'm saying is we condemn any intimidation uh, when it comes to uh, judges, we've been the president has talked about this, and we have put out statements in well, his name and many, that it's many okay times. If protesters know that a justice is out to eat at a restaurant, well, that, pro that they can go and protest as long as they are what you consider peaceful, that's okay. Well, we have said that we want to see peaceful uh, protests. That's what we have said. We want to see the, pe the protests be peaceful, but when it comes to intimidation, that is something that we have condemned. So that is Karine Jean-Pierre from the White House. No, it's fine if you want to go harass them. Just don't hurt them, but harass them. She didn't even say that, did she? She says, long as it's peaceful. We have never had, in the history of this country, we have never had an administration that condones this kind of activity against the Supreme Court justices, ever. It's never happened. The Democrat Party and this administration are the biggest threat to our nation. It's not China. It's not Iran. It's not anything else. The Democrat Party and their policies have collapsed the border. They're bringing in, they caught 42 terrorists last week. 42 terrorists at the border last week. That's not, doesn't count the, the getaway terrorists that got away that are living in the United States now, waiting for the high sign to start blowing stuff up and killing Americans. Um, of course, the, the, the high price of fuel, you deal with that every day. That's a direct relation to the Democrat uh, Party and what they put in place and who they put in power. And, uh, and their policies brought you the high gasoline prices, the lack of baby formula, the high price of food, and everything else that you're paying right now is the Democrat Party. November is coming, and you can't sit back on your laurels. They're going to cheat it. They're going to do everything they can to lock it down so that they can win in November. It's what Marxists do. If you study Marxism, this is exactly, they are playing by the, by the Karl Marx rule book, the Democrat Party is, and they are the biggest threat to a free republic in the United States. Every single Democrat that is running and has a Republican counter must be replaced. And again, I'm not a Republican, so I'm not pushing the Republican Party, but they are the other choice. 
And that's exactly what has to happen in order to save our country. It is that serious. They are the biggest threat to America. It's not China. It's not nuclear war. It's none of those things. The threat is, is from within, the Marxist Democrat Party attempting to destroy our nation from within. And they have to be summarily defeated in November. All right, let's talk about Pecos Fence Company. Pecos is your fencing company. No matter what job you need done, Pecos can get it done for you and get it done for you quickly. And, in fact, they can they can do it turnkey. So uh, you have them come out. You give them a call at 210-655-5656. They will send you a free no-obligation estimate about what it's going to take to either repair your current fence or build you a brand spanking new fence out of cedar or chain link or steel or a combination of all of the above. You're going to be proud of that fence. It's going to look fantastic. They're happy to show you some of the other jobs that they have done so you know exactly the kind of work that they do. And when it comes to privacy, the cedar privacy fences are fantastic. But if you're looking for security and you want something like chain link or something like that, something at the at the office, if you own a building of some kind, they do all kinds of commercial work. They do ranch work as well. More than happy to sell you the materials if you want to do it yourself. Pecos will do that. They do it all when it comes to fencing. You're your one-stop shop for everything concerning fencing and fences at your home or place of business or your ranch or whatever. That's Pecos Fence Company, 210-655-5656. CPI, which is the inflation data, is going to be released. And everybody's watching to see, did we peak? Are we going to start seeing inflation come down? Again, not not the prices necessarily, but the the rate of change. In other words, how fast inflation was going up. You know, it's been going up at 8 9% um, year over year, which is just crazy. And so is that going to start coming in lower? And I think a lot of people think it will, and, and that's partially why you've seen the market stabilize a little bit here. Um, but the other the other thing that we're looking for big time, and this is really affects everybody's portfolios, is profits of companies. What are these earnings going to be like? And they're going to start this week pretty heavily. You know, are these companies going to start – talking about inflation and they can't they have too much inventory and they can't pass prices on to the consumer or you know are they hanging in there or not and if the earnings are okay then the market stabilizes if the earnings can are, are weak and they, they they warn about what's coming up in the next quarter then you probably see the market continue to sell off so it's a big week on the profit side and it's a big week certainly on the inflation side. And we will be watching it all. Carl Eggers with CreatingRicherLives.com. Check him out at CreatingRicherLives.com. Warren Rima's coming up. Sean's out today. We're coming up next, though. we got some more stuff for you. And the phones are up at a 210-599-5555. KTSA.